Hello, Diva. Hello, Diva. Ray, I got on my case so much last week over how I say Diva. Yeah, you say it in a really weird accent. Diva. It's my best Cheryl Hole impersonation. Vibes. Cheryl says Diva. You say Diva. 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 Dave, Dave, no, you're saying it with an Australian accent. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Diva, Diva. It's very Australian. No, it's not. It feels it's like British. it is. Fine. Anyway, hello, Davas, and welcome to the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay, gay. And in honor of this probably being my last day of COVID, thank God, I'm drinking wine. Uh, this is also my leftover wine from Thanksgiving uh, here in America. It's cranberry Moscato, and it's very good. Work. Please drink responsibly. Speaking of, my name is Don Stone, and I'm going to drink very irresponsibly. That's a joke. And I'm drinking a McUltra. Oh, not a bad choice. I love McUltra. Not I mean, my choice, but not a bad choice. It's the it's the only beer that I like, really. So, a valid and understandable. Mm-hmm. But we are here. It is the penultimate episode of Drag Race UK, and in traditional fashion, for us on this season of our coverage, there's only two of us talking about the episode, mm-hmm. and not much happened. Mm-hmm. So, um. We're going to dive right in. First things first, before we do that, make sure to subscribe because we're here almost every day of the week giving you almost everything drag related. Um, we've got two finales coming uh, this coming week, one of them being Drag Race UK. I can't believe it's already over. Uh, it's Wild, flown really. by, really uh, it, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will still be here giving you almost everything drag related, and we do appreciate your support. But we walk back into the workroom. Catherine's gone. Mm, not Catherine. Catherine Butch. I do Why? love that. She, I do love that her uh, mirror message was, "It's me. It's Kathy. I'm going home." I'm pretty sure that's EastEnders. British people don't come for me. I think I don't know, but I think maybe I don't know. Don't come for me. You ain't my mother. Yes, I am. I still just love that Scarlett didn't know that that happened until she watched the episode. I know. That's so iconic. Anyway, kind of this is but not yes, about Cap- UK season three. <laughs> no, it's about UK season series five where Catherine Butch was eliminated uh, fifth place. And I'm still upset about it. But it's Yeah, me too. But I feel like we all knew this was coming in a weird way. Like, Well, as soon as I all- saw it was the makeover challenge, I was like, oh, well. Well, we know what's happening here. It's just like she didn't even do that bad. No, she didn't. She didn't. The, but the, you know, the interesting them. thing too is the um, the disaster class really set up the entire rest of the season because mm-hmm. the t- the winner of that was the top three. The person, the uh, the next three people eliminated. No, next three people eliminated were no. I was going to say the next three people eliminated. We're all from the same group, but that is a bold face lie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, uh, Catherine Butch is gone. We're all sad about it. We come into the workroom the next day. RuPaul walks in. Uh, at some point, they did a badge check, and we're like, oh, my God, Dee Dee doesn't have a badge still. Ah. <laughs> How Cheryl anyway. Cole of everything. I mean, category is iconic fourth placers with no badges. There have been four of them across five seasons of Drag Race UK. Yeah, there have. Yeah, the only season, season, it was season three, was the only season where fourth place didn't have a badge, or the fourth no. place person had a yeah. badge. Because Vanity, Vanity had a badge. Had. Yep. Wow, that's kind of wild. It really kind of is. It is. But also, like, that was a girl group badge when there were, like, five people in that girl group or four people in that girl group. It still counts as a badge. It is a, it is a badge. It is still a badge. So. Still. <sighs> Cheryl's influence. Every white queen that's placed fourth on Drag Race UK has had no badges. <laughs> Honestly, Cheryl's an inspiration to us all. And they're all, like, really good lip syncers usually, too. Cheryl, Ellie, well, John Burrs. John Burrs was pretty good, actually. Was, no, yeah, John yeah, was a good lip-syncer. And Dee Dee, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. Well, well whatever. Dee Dee's always going to be a good lip-syncer. That part. But mm-hmm. RuPaul walks in. We find out that the maxi challenge for the week is the roast, but it is the Dragiators roast. And I have to say, I am mad that they wasted Gladiators on this. Like, we couldn't have had an acting challenge. We couldn't have an improv challenge. We couldn't have brought back the wrestling challenge. Like I've never heard of gladiators, so. Have you seen American gladiators? <gasps> oh, I forgot different generation. Because mm-hmm. I grew up watching American gladiators, so I knew the concept, which is a which is the American version of gladiators. Mm-hmm. It's like this competition show, or at least it is American gladiators is. Um with these like really hot people in skimpy clothing, which is what we saw in this episode. But uh, most importantly, it is the roast. It is the classic top four roast that we now get every season. I don't think we need a roast right before the finale, but that's just me. I don't mind it personally. I like that. Well, I think last year it wasn't a roast. It was just like a comedy show, right? Because Jobbers was drunk. But yeah. I don't. I like the top four roasts personally. Like, I think it's fun. I think it's a good way to call back and kind of be like a love letter to the season, having all the queens come back and just like having a good time doing a roast. Or in this case, almost all of them. We'll get to that later. But yeah, yeah. No, it was it was sad. I did love though that we've got Alan Carr coming into the workroom to help them. Mm-hmm. I wish it was Ashling B. Quite honestly. Because I think she was underutilized in this episode. Though I do appreciate that she was a guest judge this time. So I'm like, at least she's a guest judge this time. I love her. I think they learned from their mistakes on season four, where they brought her in. Mm. um, To actually have her as a guest judge. I loved it, personally. But yes, Alan Carr is coming in to give some tips on roasting. I think Alan is a great person to have do that, still. So I was happy to see Alan. Um, And I liked that Mm. Alan was able to get this moment with uh with the queens as well absolutely yeah no um i love that we when we get to see alan because has he been in the workroom before i want to say yes i cannot tell you when 
I don't know. I just love seeing the guest judges interact with, or like the our normal people, like judges, rotating. I love when I love when Graham comes in. in I do like yeah. when Alan comes in. Yeah, for sure. Because we don't um, get to see it too often, so I'm yeah. excited. Like on any series, so I think it's really cool, and I'm excited to see how that all turns out. Yeah. And then we get a brief moment of uh, Emmy moment where mm-hmm. the big conversation is around Ginger having played rugby and you know acting straight as a child which i know we can all relate to as queer people for the most part i also played rugby but my team was very gay despite not being a gay team (laughs) i love that for you i played for two years yeah i played for two years um my team was like i think a quarter gay Mm. And I also, I, I wasn't in the intramurals when I was in a fraternity, but I definitely supported the intramurals. Cause oh, we okay. this is in college, were, got it. Yeah, it, it was all in college. I was like, um, childhood rugby team, gay? How did you know? Did they all just no, come out after? No, I get it. No. Well, I came out at 14, so like. I was out at 12. But, um, but no, this was all in college. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I supported our intramurals because we were very good at intramurals. <laughs> Play. But yeah, Ginger did um I really enjoyed hearing Ginger's conversation about like how she kind of took the playing straight as playing a character. She said, like she literally was like, rugby? No, theater. And I was like, that's kind of hilarious. I theater. Love I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're 10 minutes into our, our episode, my dearest Dawn, and uh it's already time to go to the red line. Oh my god. Because most of this episode is runway. So, I mean, we got RuPaul. Hi, RuPaul. RuPaul looks Hi, like a hair dress. She's been loving these cocktail dresses, these newer seasons lately. I mean, show off the legs, girl. No, she has been showing off the legs, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at I, it at all. I don't like the shoe, though. Shoe's okay. And no, I don't. You're right, I don't like this. I was shoe. gonna say, if you were gonna say that exact same thing yeah, about a no, shoe I... we just saw on Canada's drag race. No, but that's different. It's it's the shoe in comparison to the length of the skirt. Okay. So I don't want to hear it. Okay. I do love that everyone had, you know, their little like name as well. Mm-hmm. I'll take that down so we can see Michael's as well. Um but yeah, I thought overall, honestly, this is one of the strongest roasts top to bottom we've seen in a very long time. 1,000%. 1,000%. Like, uh, no no critiques. I usually write down, like, one or two things per person. And I have at least three things for every single person written down. And I was really happy about it. And we start right. with Tamara. And Tamara just comes in with high energy. We know Tamara's not going to be the best roaster, but she starts it with a lot of positive, big energy. Um, she does the first of several uh, reads on Naomi's toes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about Naomi's on Drag Race and uh, having cliffhangers. Oh, you're all so three right. of all three of them have Naomi Smalls, Naomi Carter. The only Naomi on Drag Race, or, uh, yeah, Drag Race Jeremy. Oh, okay, got it. Love you, Naomi. Um, but 
yeah. So uh, the first of several Naomi Toe reads. Um, I love that just in the middle of her set, she just compliments Michelle. Honestly, that was so iconic, though. Like, and Michelle was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, yeah, bitch, that was a compliment. <laughs> I think that was kind of the read, though, and I lived for it. Like, yeah. I think Tamara, on an entertainment standpoint, was my favorite. Like, and in, in terms and, of, like, having a good time, I lived. And in terms of the roast, I think she was the weakest. Oh, yeah. No, 1,000%. But I don't care because it's, like, one of those Alyssa Edwards-isms of, like, Tamara really is Alyssa Edwards. Like, it's the very, like, I don't care what she does on that stage. I'm going to find it hilarious because she's up there having a good time. I love Tamara. And I live for it. Yeah. I love Tamara. Um, Me too. Yeah. Big fan of Tamara. And then she does her Mrs. Doubtfire at the end. I'm like, okay, cool. Play into what you know. Play into what, you know, makes RuPaul laugh. Sure. Yeah. I am mad at it. But Dee Dee comes out. And I thought Dee Dee did a really good job. The Kate Butch joke with the delayed flight. So good. I loved it. Mm-hmm. That's probably Kate's, one of my favorite Kate's jokes. drag is like an airport. Absolutely terminal. And your departure was very delayed. Honestly, that's probably one of the best roast jokes I've heard on drag. Like, that made me burst out laughing, like, out loud. She, I will say, though, she had my favorite uh, joke of the night. And it was not that one. It was, give it up for RuPaul, everyone. Um, guess who's <laughs> guess back who's in the house, house walking stands like clacking, clacking about. about so good so, so good. good so like, good oh my god so and good. I will say not everything hit mm-hmm. but what did hit hit, hit very strong hit hard mm-hmm. and I I loved that at least Didi got some laughs I was like 1, I like it I'm here to see it I'm here for it I love it I think Didi did a lovely job. Fun fact, Gingers doesn't get the joke and still doesn't get the, like, walking stick click clacking about joke. She doesn't get it. She was talking about it in an interview. Oh, my God. And she was like, yeah, Ginger was sitting right next to me. And she's like, I didn't get it when she came out the first time and I still don't get it now. And I'm like, because she's old, girl. Walking stick click clacking about. Ginger doesn't listen to RuPaul's music. Yeah. Ginger probably doesn't not. listen to RuPaul's music. I- we're, we're just forced to because we watch so much Drag Race at this point. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of Ginger, she slayed. Oh, yeah. I've eaten yogurt more cultured than Dee Delicious. Um, my favorite one of her set was Michael Paints for the Back Row in Australia at the School for the Blind. That was so good. It's so bad. And then... um. Tamara is so orange. She makes Michael Maruli look like a human being. Coupled with Tamara Thomas is so orange. She pisses vitamin C. So good. So good. And then the Kate Butch and just the dropping of the cards. I thought that was very funny. Mm -hmm. She stumbled with her cards, which was obviously ultimately the reason she didn't win the challenge. Mm -hmm. And I did love Ashling B is here for some reason. <laughs> so good. Stupid so good. good. Mm-hmm. Stupid good. But I mean, Michael Maru. Michael Maruli. Michael Maruli. 
ate this whole thing up. This microphone smells like cigarettes and regret. And then when she threw her cards, it was just like, I don't think she had planned to do that, but seeing Michael fuck up, just like, mm-hmm. and what about that bitch? You know what? What is it with winners of seasons and throwing cards to you win know? the challenge? Ooh. So, you know, I feel like like this roast was so good for Michael. Yeah. Like, I, I'm really excited to see how... Like, I, I'm really excited to see how Michael fares in this finale just because of, like, how mm-hmm. well he's done in this entire competition. We've seen, like, his, like, this was just, like, to get back to the roast, this is, like, his cementing point of, like, oh, Michael is here. Yeah. And Michael has been killing it the entire season, and I love Despite it. Despite winning three challenges. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking, like, not, like, as in, like, Michael's already, like, I Michael was already, like, I thought it was Ginger's from the moment she won those three in a row. You know what I mean? But I'm talking like this is the moment of like, oh, Michael has cemented herself as competition between where really it is between her and Ginger. And beforehand, I really still thought it was edging, excuse me, edging towards Ginger. But now I feel like Michael has stepped up to the plate, if not possibly going to way above Ginger because of this rose. It's very Danny and Cheddar. Very Danny and Cheddar. It's very Viv and Davina. Mm hmm. It's very Lawrence and Bimini. Not so much it's, Crystal and Ella. It's very <laughs> Ella and Kitty. Crystal! Love Crystal. Oh, Crystal was my winner pick of that season. I love Crystal. Love, oh, she was mine too. Um, I love but Crystal. Like, love Crystal. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see her winning the season other than oh, no. RuPaul Georgising her. Like, well, RuPaul said she was the future of drag, and that's when you yeah. know someone's going to be successful. But no, mm-hmm. I loved Michael's roast here. Hey, Jay-Z, how's Beyonce? That killed me. So good. Um, the only big D Kate Butch is getting is depression. So good. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. Everybody point at Tamara and say, filth on three, one, two, three, filth! Tamara is such a slut. Her Instagram pages are stuck together. So funny. And then I think tied with walking stick click clacking about is Ginger Johnson, triple badge winner, triple threat, triple heart bypass. So So good. Mm -hmm. And then speaking of strokes, RuPaul. (laughs) It's like finally someone made a, a RuPaul old joke that isn't recycled from someone else. No, Dee made one that wasn't recycled from someone else with a walking stick. I know. I was like, finally, we're seeing two of them. I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. But, and I was like, oh, good. Michelle's a whore joke. Great. I'm getting I'm tired kidding. of the Michelle's a whore joke. I'm going to be honest. It's becoming a joke. Like, I think the Michelle's a whore, it has to come up in a roast at least once. You know what I mean? But like, Someone now has to, to become, do it. Like, now it's starting to become, like, to a point, though, that we know it's overused. Like, the uh, whole, like, Lady Kim and Knock Knock, who's there? I don't know, but Michelle's a whore. Like... That, that was funny. Like, that's, that's what I love, is that, like, we know that it's a Is it circling like, back Michelle. around? Yes. Okay. But, like, but like you know, I, I don't care, though, because okay. the Michelle's a whore joke is always going to be funny to me. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't mind. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Well, but yeah, top to bottom, this roast was phenomenal. So good. They got this roast to cook it. Except no one was as bad as Pheromone. No. 
Category is Poofs on Parade. Poof, I didn't poof. get the category at first, and then I was like, oh, it's just poofy. Okay. Yeah, I think it's literally just poof. Yeah. And first up, Tamara Thomas. Speaking of, where is the poof? Uh, in the skirt. Where is the poof? In the skirt, allegedly. Yeah, Um, I just felt, when I first saw this, I immediately thought, of the critiques that Michelle gave to Taste in her surprise, surprise runway. Because you, but you you remember that, like where she was wearing the black corset and Michelle was like, you can put a red panel on it, girl. Like, does tomorrow look glamorous? Yes. But when you see that corset through and I can see your nipples as well, it just kind of took me out of the fantasy of how good she looks. Because she looks amazing. Also, this does not... Like, she looks amazing, but this does not serve the category at all. At all. She looks lovely, gal. Not for this category. Yeah, I agree with you. I I will say what I what I do enjoy. I like this updo. Uh, this mm-hmm. is, I believe, Banksy's updo. Uh, so it's not even tomorrow's. It's something Banksy left. Um, I think the gown is pretty. It's a lovely color on her. I think it fits like a like a dream. I just wish the entire skirt was poofy, and then I would have gotten it a little bit better. Yeah, just something. Because when she came around, that's why I was really confused. I was like, I thought the category was puff. If it was like a big bell skirt, like imagine this, but Dior Dior wedding cut. Mm -hmm. Like that would have been it for me. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. I know that's been overdone on Drag Race, but like I would have loved to see that. In this color, too. Ugh. Well, Julie. Well, Julie. <sighs> Scores for Tamara Thomas. 65, solely because it doesn't pass. Like, it's not the category. I'm going to give it a 70. Period. <sighs> Fucking DD-licious. DD-perfection-licious. And in what I will say is my favorite look of the night, by far. Oh, 1,000%. Obviously. Like, this is glamour. <sighs> this is the glamour that we're missing at DragCon in 2022. <laughs> like, this is, this is absolutely that. Absolutely that. No, this is stunning. No notes. Body is per Like, this is what I expect from Dee Licious. I'm obsessed yeah. with Dee Licious. Me too. At, on a scale of one to Dungeon Dragon, she is a rah rah like great. Only, that she also performed. That's my favorite runway performance of all time. Is just Dee Dee Licious going like rah yes. rah like a Dungeon Dragon. Like that's sad. I love that. Like oh, so good. I'm obsessed with Dee Dee Licious. She just serves every time. She serves cunt. She gives what needs to be given. Where's where is her Emmy? Because she deserves it for this look alone. Well, she's not American, so she can't win an Emmy. I don't care. Where is her Emmy? Okay. Um, if we have Emmy moments, if we can have an Emmy moment on Drag Race UK, where is her Emmy? Oh, whatever. But no, I love <laughs> I love the fabric here. The fabric is so good for this. The sleeves are perfect. It's poofy, and yet she still has shape. And I love that it's a pantsuit as well. Um, the hair and pant here is just cut so perfectly. Ugh. 
Da. 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 Oh, wait. Next wait, wait, up wait. is. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just going to put that right there. Because Mugther oh, oh, is rooting scores. My score was Da. Mugther. All right, then. Mugther. Okay, now can I go on? Yes. The Ginger Johnson. I like this a lot. I love that it's poofy in the way that none of us expected because it's just big. Yeah, it's very panto dame. Oh, very yeah, panto dame. And that's what I love about it. I love Ginger because she like exudes that panto dame energy. Like she, really she does. it like and that's like I, I just really enjoy Ginger's drag, if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Like she just knows how to do drag and she knows how to do it very well. Um and I'm really excited to see it, how she, what she brings out in the finale, because I know that she's always going to bring something that is polished and that is good. Yeah. I love this. I love the, um, the fabric choice here as well with the polka dot, but it's such a linear polka dot. And I think like, I really, really enjoy that. I love the way that the top of the dress is cut. The, the sleeves are cut in such a beautiful way. It's just the whole silhouette of this is just so smart. Yes. But that's what we expect from Ginger. Like, that's what we know to love. I love big, graphic, campy drag. And Ginger is that for me in such the perfect way. And I love that the wig is just this beautiful, bright shade of yellow that does still go with the garment because there's yellow polka dots on the fabric. Right. And just the way that it tears. She looks like the top of a circus tent in the best possible way. Is it weird to say that like, this is like the youngest she's ever looked? Like, I not, would agree with shade. you. Like, I would the agree with you. The way she's painted, the way she's there painted, is... the way the hair—it's mm -hmm. just all very childish and fun. And that it's very youthful. It's very youthful, very youthful in a very fun way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with like, you. Sure. One hundred percent. And a little bit of Marilyn in there. You know what I mean? Like with the way yeah. the skirt is out there. I just I really enjoy everything about this outfit. Yeah. Overflowing for me. It's a full for me. As full as that skirt? Well, I mean, it's pretty empty under the skirt, so... Well... Fuller than the skirt. Okay. I'm left up. Michael Maroon! I only have one critique for this, and that's the weird biker short thing that's happening on the other side of the leg. I yeah. wish it was a panty. But other than <coughs> that, I really like this. Michael Maroon just devours the runway. I love that, like... Yeah. We always expect something... It, every time Michael turns the runway, I know it's going to be something that we've seen before, but with a twist. Like I, I yeah. expect it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's Michael does classic drag, but in such an elevated, unique way. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say fashion, but I would say like like very oh not with a, a twinge of alternative drag. You know, just like the tiniest bit to where like. I know that she's going to be serving classic drag, but with that little uniqueness, I guess it would be the word that yeah. I want to use. That's Charisma, like, uniqueness, tell, urban talent. You can tell that this is a micro-morally look, and that's what I like yeah. about it. I love just this poofy silhouette in the LeMay, too, that both Michael and Dee Dee did. I, I love LeMay like this. Yes. And it's just so well done. I love the color choice then with the silver boot. I do agree with you. I wish the the left side with the boot had either been cut as a panty or if it was just a bodysuit that went into 
uh, the shoe. I, either one of those would have been fine for me. Um, but yeah, the cut of that is a little weird, but I love how it comes up and around the wig. The wig is gorge. The makeup, the mug is always incredible on Michael. She still has shape somehow in this. Yeah. And that's what I'm impressed by the most. Like I, it all comes together for me in such a gorge way. I love this. Yeah. This is, this is an overflowing for me. Um, I'm going to give this a full work. And I did want to feature all of our eliminated queens. Obviously, Kara was sick and not able to join, and I was very sad about that. Rips. Um, um, let's just get into how good everybody looks here, though. Alexis, Naomi. Alexis looks so good. Oh, I would wear exactly what Alexis is wearing. Like, oh yeah, put it on me. It's like, very Dawn Stone coated. It's very Dawn Stone core. I knew I chose her for a reason. I think and Alexis looks beautiful. Naomi looks absolutely incredible. Banksy looks absolutely gorgeous. And Kate looks great. Kate's, Kate's the, the wig is not my favorite on Kate. But Kate looks great. Kate looks good for Kate. And that's it. Just the four of them. And Vicky is Vicky-ing. Who? Looking like. I don't know her. Mm, we should because she caused a lot of drama with Dee Dee. I don't know her. I mean, I don't. I I want to like. It was very interesting to see like the professionalism aspect of like. I wasn't saying anything, trying to be professional, and then making a shady comment right at the end. Yeah. It. So Vicky comes in, and they're all talking, and Vicky's like, "I have to be honest with you, Dee Dee. I thought everything you did from episode one was so unprofessional and so." Um, disrespectful, but I was trying to be a real professional here and I wasn't going to say anything, but now I'm out of the competition, so I'm going to say something. Bitch, just say you want your extra five minutes of fame and move along. Like... What's so funny is that, like, she's like, I didn't like the way you treated Alexis, but then Alexis was literally like, um, we're fine. We're good. Like, we already... Then maybe you should be good too, Vicky. Maybe you should be fine. Maybe you shouldn't put yourself into other people's business where it doesn't need to be and maybe you should work on yourself because clearly you haven't based on the postseason interviews with a lot of these girls you haven't worked on yourself and maybe you should yeah miss vivacious um you are great at drag i i appreciate the drag that you bring to the table however i would like to see some more professionalism from you in these situations. And that's why I'm rooting for nine out of the ten queens on this cast. Slay. But we get our results, and to nobody's surprise, Michael Maruli. Michael, no, I thought, yeah, Michael Maruli hit, like, really hit it out of our. If it was going to be between Ginger and Michael, which it was. Yeah. Ginger's whole card situation yeah. kind of brought her down. And then I think, honestly, I do think they wanted Michael and Ginger to be even going in the finale. Absolutely. So. Which I think we've had almost every season except for two. But there's been someone with... No, Ella had four and then Kitty had three. Um, yeah. So other than two... Yeah, yeah, one, four, and five. All the winners had... Um, Similar had, or same or, number of wins. All the... Like, yeah, similar wins going into the finale. Like, the same amount. So I'm yeah. excited to see how this turns out. 
Yeah. So obviously Ginger is going to be safe because they're not going to put Ginger in the bottom for that. Yeah, they're not. They're not, they're not. And then kind of by default, unfortunately, Didi and Tamara are in the bottom. It's what I would have done. Yeah. And storyline reasons, it makes sense. Yeah. And they lip sync to an interesting choice that I loved, Little Bird by Annie Lennox. Never heard the song before. Oh, I love. I, I grew up on Annie Lennox. So like for me, I was like, oh my God, this is such an interesting choice. Never would have picked it personally. But I love that. I think this is the first Annie Lennox song on Drag Race. I don't know. It could be. I think but I, I found it really interesting the way Dee Dee decided to portray the song. Um, yeah. I just, I know she did a ballad beforehand and she had a little bit of humor. And that's the only thing that kind of like took me out of her original, like that lip sync. And the same problem I had with this lip sync is like, I wish she would have just like, not had a little a, a tiny little wink wink nudge nudge in there because yeah. other than that her serious performance was so powerful and yeah. same with tomorrow like both of them did an amazing job in this lip sync i'm yeah. just glad we didn't have to see dd like scratch her butt across the floor again yeah yeah uh, i thought it was i thought it was a really close lip sync i think it could have gone either way honestly yeah it really could have I kind of would have lived to see dd licious in the finale four bottom placements zero wins I mean, I was going to say, it has almost been seen before, so... We've seen a I, lot of people with four lip syncs make a finale. Or yeah. no, we've seen a lot of people with four lip syncs. I think the only person with four lip syncs to make a finale is still Cameron Michaels. Oh, yeah. Like the final lip sync lip sync. Right? Or to make a no, finale. Taste. taste made the finale with four. Oh, Taste did make the finale. Yeah. Very true. So don't don't forget about taste. Okay, I sometimes I forget how much taste lip sync, even though she shouldn't have, but it's fine. I know. It's um, but I like Tamara, and I think Tamara's overall package warranted her warranted her a spot in the finale over Dee Dee. Honestly, yeah. Which so. sucks because I really enjoy Dee Dee. Like she's probably like because she's younger than I am. Yeah, she's is, 21, I think, now. Yeah, she's 21. She's, like, four months older than me, or younger than me, I think. I think so. It's, like, something like that. It's, like, crazy. And I'm, like, oh, my yeah. God. This baby is so good at drag. But I'm also a baby. Yeah. And I'm not even that. I'm not that good at drag. Like, she was 18 making Crystal Versace's looks. Can we talk about that for a second? She was. She made Crystal Versace's goddess look. She made the movie yeah. premiere look for Crystal. Like a lot yeah. of really Crystal standout outfits were made by Dee Dee, and that showed and through Dee Dee's drag here. It's and really interesting. Like, it's really interesting as well how different their drag race journeys were. Because mm -hmm. Crystal started as a front runner, stayed a front runner, and Dee Dee kind of had to fight her way through. Yeah, and they both lip synced at final four, and one of them won, and one of them didn't. And it's like, it's very, like, they had a very interesting parallel between each other. Like, and I really enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed Dee Dee Licious this entire season. I thought that mm -hmm. she did an amazing job. Yeah. I think that there are some times where she could have won challenges when she didn't. Like, um, and I'm really excited to see what becomes of Dee Dee Licious in the real world. Hopefully we get to meet yeah. her at DragCon LA. I would I love so. to meet her. Her and Crystal both. 
Because yeah. I got to run into Crystal and I didn't get to talk to her though. Like really. Wasn't I with you when we ran into Crystal? No, girl. I literally was walking. Crystal was walking by because I it was the last day of DragCon. And I was like, girl, where is your booth? Like, bye. Because I just closed down. I'm so sorry. I was like, oh my god, it's totally cool. Do you mind if I just snap myself? She's like, I'm so sorry, vibes. They another two people just asked for a selfie, and it would be very like inconsiderate of me to like do that to you. And I said, oh, I totally yeah. get it. But I was gonna say like, like I didn't want to not like thing. I was like, and she said, oh, she's pretty, and she loved my makeup. And I was like, <laughs> you looked so, good that last day of Darkon too. I I was in a t-shirt and pants, but my makeup looked great. But, oh, that is what I'm telling you because I was there. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, um. But no, I really enjoyed um, Dee Dee this season. Such a sweetheart. Yeah. Such a personality, too. Like, yeah. if anyone was born to do drag, in my opinion, it was Dee Dee Licious. Totally. 1,000%. But that is that. We have our final f- final three, Ginger, Michael, Tamara. And who do you think is winning? I think it's Ginger. My money's on Michael. I don't know. I, I could see it going to any of them. Like, yeah. I do still see a universe where they crown Tamara, but I don't know. But you know what they really need to do? Bring Caramel back and crown her. Purr! <laughs> like, they're, they're like not gonna I'm just do saying that. it. They're no, not they're not going to do that. They can't do that. She was sick when they were filming anyways. Tamara, Tamara, all right. Cara, Cara, wait. Wait, I'm not ready to see you go. Get your show, girl. Get no, show. no, because they had to send the trans girl home on episode seven in sixth place for two seasons in a row, Dawn. I know. Uh, how homophobic of them. How transphobic of them. Very transphobic of them. But. Very. Well, that's that. The world's fastest episode of Drag Race UK. Uh, or maybe our fastest episode ever. No, we've definitely done 20-minute Drag Race updates before. Slay. So. Well, I was just saying, in terms yeah, of we did it two, very quickly because there wasn't much <laughs> to talk about, and we both want to go to sleep after this full tease. Yes. So, y'all get a shorter episode today, but still with all of the be- great content that we provide. And hopefully, next week the finale coverage will not be just two people. We're hoping to break our streak this season and have at least three. Work, Diva Hunty Mama. And with that being said, thank you so much for joining us for our coverage of Drag Race UK. We'll be back next week with the finale. It's over almost, kind of. Yay! Um, again, thank you for subscribing if you have already. And if you haven't, go subscribe. If you've made it through this whole episode, we're very entertaining, clearly. So you should go subscribe. We're here almost every day of the week giving you almost everything drag. So we appreciate it. We've got two more channels now too. You can go subscribe to the Cup TV for all things, almost all things reality, or right, almost all things reality TV, and you can subscribe to the Cup ESC for almost everything Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, in the meantime, as well, make sure to follow us on our socials: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod. You can go follow both Don and myself as well. Even though Don doesn't really do social media that much, and I try to do my best. Um, you could also go get your merch, including but not limited to cut mug. I forgot to mention it at the start of this episode. But available at Lana G Creations. Uh, available at Lana Link in the description below. And we do ship internationally and domestically, so there are no excuses. We're looking at you, UK, UK the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. And with all that being said, we'll be back for the finale. Cheers, bitch. Cheers. Bye. Bye.
Yeah.